0: It's time to analyze all the geeky things that I can find. Even though we're over thirty, let's look at some stuff and then talk <laughs> <laughs> Such a friend. <laughs> I'll um, do it then. Hello. And welcome to, unfortunately, another episode <laughs> of Taught to Me. I'm Jay. I'm good at podcasts. My name is Dan Bibby. Your name is Dan. And at the very beginning of this, sh- this recording, you decided to pretend to... What were you doing? Biting the phone? Like I was just going to start speaking. And it just, yeah, it threw me. Um, this is the Thor Love and Thunder spoiler review. If you couldn't tell from the title or the picture, then I don't know. Why you wouldn't be able to tell that. Um, I'm lost, you see. You threw me on <laughs> out. I'm just... I'm tired. I've stolen your love and stolen your thunder. Oh, I'm tired. And you know I'm going to leave all this in because that's what I always do because I hate editing. Um, right. So we're going to get straight into it. Uh, don't forget to go to www.talknody.uk, don't forget to email us at talknodyuk don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast. If you're doing it on Apple, you know what to do. If you're doing it on Android, you're probably using Spotify, and Spotify now gives you the ability to rate us five stars. At least the four stars. Five stars. I said at least four. No, at least five. Why would you want four? Well, it could... I didn't say four, I said at least four. So you're saying four? No. No. Are you saying Thor? (gasps) Ah, (laughs) at least Thor, and we're back in the room. (laughs) Right, so cue the music. Right, so Thor, love and thunder, or Thor, thought for from the upper floors. <laughs> Dan, okay, if that's a reference,
1: that went over my head.
0: Are you not familiar with? I'm not. Um, you, i I'll, we'll talk about it after the review. Okay. <laughs> um, deep cut. Um, yeah. So, Thor, Love and Thunder. Dan, Bibi, what did you think?
1: Mostly overwrought nonsense. <laughs> it was just. It was like a parody. It was like. It was like you know. You know the plays that they do. In the Thor movies. Yeah. It was like one of them. I am quite with you on this. <laughs> it was it was it was too much. If the if you had like a like for Ragnarok, which is still one of the best MCU movies, if they had a scale between like heart and comedy, it was perfectly placed between the two. And it was like for this one they'd gone comedy, but not even necessarily good comedy. It was yeah. just like joke, 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 but every joke was an in inverted commas.
0: It was just it was bizarre to watch. I got the first third of this movie is a fucking mess. After that, it's okay, but it, it levels then, out a it, little bit. That's what I mean. It levels out, but then what you're saying is completely true. It's it's. I felt like at points I was just watching. All right, I feel like you ad libbed that bit, and that was the first take. Could we not have just done it again? Because it very much Yeah. It all felt amateur hour. It almost felt like, you know, when you watch you, on when Marvel do things on YouTube, like Thor goes to live with that guy. Yeah, yeah, it did, like felt a roommate like, thing. Yeah, like which, which a it, one shot. It's fine. But as a movie, though it just didn't work. There was yeah. things I really liked and I can't think of anything that I really liked. I mean Christian Bale's performance was pretty good. Yeah, that was the thing I was really I was doing this, that was
1: mine. Gore was amazing. But there wasn't enough just... of him doing butchering gods. We saw we taught him butcher one god. The god butcher.
0: Yeah, I know, because it's it's it just inferred he was butchering gods, so it just corpses everywhere. Yeah. Um and yeah, I I'll get yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I have heard Taiko Waititi's... There's rumour that there is a cutting room floor edition where he he wanted more, and more it, from Gore, more more out of the movie. So we don't know. Maybe they, maybe they'd have more for Gore, but I felt like Gore was underutilised. But I don't know if I feel like that because a he was so good and shone so brightly, and or b because everything else was quite.
1: He was really good, but I think he was wasted in it as well. Because like there was the the bit where he's in the carriage with the with the cage, even with the kids, and he's like making fun of them because, oh, I'll cut his head off for you. were talking about Thanos' head being cut off being good a second ago, and that was quite cool, that kind of, like, twisted, dark bullying of the kids, and he mm. did it really well. But then you cut to Thor naked, and that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just... I didn't get what was being driven for other than
0: silliness. I mean, what was your cinema like when you watched it? What was this, your screening? As in, the people I, in there. Yeah, how did they respond
1: to it? Um, it was quite busy. There were a bunch of kids in there. Bastards. That I had to tell them to shut up. Or was about to tell them to shut up. Because about halfway through the movie, and they were just, just being kids, they weren't—they weren't even laughing about the movie. They were just talking to themselves. And then one of them was like moving to the ropey behind and smacking his mate on the head, showing how much though it's that
0: they're taking in the film. Yeah, and fair. so someone
1: came in and, and threatened to throw them out, and he did quiet down after that. Um, but no, there was there was there wasn't really any laugh out loud bits that I remember anyone laughing at. There wasn't any bits Well, you know where some, something heart wrenching happens in a movie and you can hmm. kind of feel it in the room even though it's not audible. There was nothing tangible like that. It was just it was just people watching like a like a tour sketch.
0: Yeah, But I had I had literally a full cinema, full cinema for this, and just one guy at the back every so often going, "Ha, yes," <laughs> <laughs> you know that was it. And I kept like going, "Is this? Is that? Is he a joke? Is he just making fun of how like silent it is?" But I did look after after a while, and he did he was enjoying it. So good for you, mate, if you're out there. <laughs> but I. <sighs> No one was laughing. No yeah. one was no. I feel like it's such a weird film. I I like parts of it. Like I there's said, a but... very
1: weird exchange with when 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 um, Jane tells Thor that she has cancer, and they use the word "shitty" a lot in that. Yeah. Thing. But the way it was done was made to seem like that was really funny. That Thor was saying "shitty" and that was that was
0: the button of the scene. And I was like. I didn't know what they were trying to do. No. I mean, okay, let's, let's rewind. If we go back to the first... So the opening scene is... Obviously, you get the... Had a lot of promise on the opening scene, to be I honest. don't know. This is where I started. I was worried because... Think about how we've left Thor is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought... Oh, I thought a...
1: you meant the gore scene.
0: No. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah. The opening scene with gore. Fantastic. Great. Yeah.
1: Um, and he finds like the garden of the gods or whatever it yeah, is and yeah. kills them all. That was a cool opener. Yeah, that was great because. Then you got the villain's motivation straight away, and you're like, okay, this and is gonna be a cool his villain. Side yeah. as
0: well, and you can see his point. That was great. So then you go to the opening. And the trailer has been very Guardians heavy, and you're like, this is gonna be like a crossover movie almost. And I was really annoyed. Yeah. That uh, the other thing I was really annoyed at was I felt like you tell me what was Thor's relationship with the Guardians. Yeah. I didn't understand it. And so when that's kind of like they're they're, they're leaving and they're kind of acting like it's not a big deal and he's like going, but I do like... I still don't even understand the sketch. He's kind of making out it's a big deal he's going, but they're not bothered. But then I didn't get the impression that that was like, they are bothered by him being there. And then I didn't get the impression that...
1: Because the dynamic wa- we were left with was that kind of arguing over who's in charge because of the whole, of course, of course, scene from Endgame, that was dead funny. That
0: they were, and all the rest, except yeah Peter, were bothered about him. All the rest were like, oh, it's cool, we've got a fucking God on our side now. Yeah. But now we're in this part of the film where it just shows him in random battles, so no dialogue, and Thor is sometimes helping, sometimes Some, not.
1: Sometimes trying to retire, but then not really...
0: Yeah, and It's and like then, a Rocky montage
1: where he's working out.
0: Yeah, and I didn't understand... Is he in the Guardians or isn't he? That shows like battles where they're really struggling and he's just sat there daydreaming, which I kind of don't believe would happen. But again, yeah. someone pointed out this is being told from the point of view of Korg, so maybe it's how Korg's imagined yeah, is But at Yeah, maybe. But even if that's the case, it's poor storytelling because I'm just left not knowing really what his relationship with the Guardians was, why it had to end as it did, I'm kind of thinking, what a waste of a crossover! I know
1: because is... isn't there a comic? Is there like, is there a comic with this Love and Thunder story in?
0: So, there's a comic, the comic is it, mo- is, because, because like there is an Asgardians
1: of the Gal- Galaxy Run, isn't there? Where it is Thor with the? Guardians. I think there is an
0: Asgardians of the Galaxy Run, I think that is Thor with them, and then there so is also dip into
1: that and then explore this story that no one gives a shit about for the rest of the
0: movie. No, it didn't come up again. It's I almost thought that he would go back for them, like or they, you know, they team up once more for you know, like oh, he in, in the
1: final season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: it never came. And
1: instead, he had an army of children that he could share his powers with. How long has he been able to do that for?
0: To what show? I put it down. You to all
1: have the power of thought
0: temporarily. Why uh, didn't they do that for the whole army in the Battle of Wakanda? Because I don't know how it works. It's magic. <laughs> it was crazy. I didn't like that bit. I, I didn't mind that until you just said that thing. Because in my head it was like, they're all guardian children, so he has that. But then some of them actually point out we're not Asgardian. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's to do with... Because um, it looked cool Storm no, Did he do it with Stormbreaker? Or does he do it with... No, he has Mjolnir. That's it. So he has Mjolnir for that. So in Endgame, he doesn't have Mjolnir. I mean, he does, because Cap's got it, and he uses it for a bit. Oh, and if he... No, no, he gets it back for Gets it back for Endgame. Cap uses it. Okay, well, that final, that well, final battle... But Cap keeps it. He keeps Stormbreaker.
1: Yeah, but Thor could have said, I can level it on you. you. might not just, have... Just passed me Mjolnir. He might
0: genuinely not have known. You. He <laughs> might suddenly known then. Well, because it's been years now. Oh, no, he's... I'm not buying that.
1: I'm willing to explain away a lot, but sudden abilities <laughs> like that, that
0: would have helped a lot. No. Nah. I'm I'm, def- I'm trying to defend it. I, I, I'm, I'm not... It, it, right, let's talk about the highlights. Right, so then, once we're past this really muddy part, we get to the Jane Foster story, which, for me, I was all in the whole way, because I've got the comics of that. I yeah. love that. And Natalie Portman, has she been the best Jane Foster in the world in the previous films? No. Is it her fault? No. This was over time for redemption, and I think she... Total hit it, totally hit it out of the park. I loved, I loved all of it. I, I,
1: she didn't seem like the same character to me. But that's probably what
0: That I know she seemed to have a she, bit she more did, of a, she, a buzz she, about her. She
1: did. A, no, I don't. I mean, I at mean, first she did, where she was like, "Oh, I'm dying. I might be able to do that." She goes to like touristy part of Asgard. Yeah. It was,
0: I'm not completely against, but it was a little bit strange. She said she it called to her. Yeah. You do you remember she's in the lab and then she hears him from the. No, book. I
1: mean the way they've kind of like you know touristified defied.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't see Asgard. you telling me that wouldn't do that.
1: Someone put it out on Facebook that they, there was an ice cream shop called Infinity Cones, which I saw. Yeah, yeah. But why would they make light of a weapon of mass destruction that <laughs> killed half the universe and make it into a tourist attraction? I mean...
0: And the, are... and the
1: Infinity logo was written in the same font as the Avengers logo that's used to promote the
0: film? Yeah, but the Avengers logo is <laughs> the Avengers logo in the film. The A on Cap is the A from Avengers. But was the
1: circle in the same color scheme
0: from Endgame. The purple and gold. It was, uh, it's it, comics. That that that. I tell you right now, if you read a comic, a, a bit more of a light, light art comic, that would be in there from Marvel. They'd oh, like that. Okay. I didn't mind that, but anyway. So yeah, she goes there. Too meta. And I yeah, I just loved her whole run. I think that I saw some people making fun of the whole eat my hammer thing. <laughs> but I think they built up to that by showing like she's quite green around the gills and doesn't know what she's doing. i mean, yeah. she's really desperate to get come up with a, a. But I got I got actual you know when we always joke of oh, chills literal chills <laughs> when she went my name is Doctor Jane Foster or the Mighty Thor and I was there going oh yes <laughs> yes this is what I want and then she went eat my hammer and I was like fuck you Titi. <laughs> Cause he, kind of, he is, I feel like it's the tone of this. It's like a man trying to open up, and then at the end, oh, got to get a joke in though? Haven't I? Yeah, I'm not really yeah,
1: like Chandler from Friends. Yeah, he cracks yeah. a joke every time he's being too emotionally vulnerable.
0: I feel that the whole film is that. Mm. Um, th- Chris Hemsworth, do we? What do we blame for? the... You said the jokes weren't funny. I don't think I can't actually think of any jokes. I can't think of any off the top of my head.
1: I mean, I remember him giving a speech on that boat that was pulled by the screaming goats. <laughs> and I remember there being a few jokes in there, but I don't remember them. Ah! <laughs> that was the joke. That was a constant
0: running joke, which did get, again, a couple of laughs out of cinema. But Yeah, it did,
1: but it's not even a joke. It, it's, that, it's that fucking Taylor Swift video, isn't it? That's where it's from. Yeah, that's but what i was maybe, laughing at. The best at. joke in the movie is not even the one that they've written. They're just a reference to something from, like, <laughs> huh. eight, five years ago,
0: maybe longer than that. Maybe. But it's uh, it, it's got it's and then the I feel like so what's the word conflicted because visually sometimes it was really nice other times visually I was like well there's shit graphics there's <laughs> even didn't, have, have see you problem
1: seen with it visually it was just what they did it was the way the characters interacted with each other was just so off they made Thor out to be an absolute moron. Like, so stupid. I mm. don't think he said a single clever thing out of the whole thing, apart from that time where he's like, well, I'll leave Molyneux here, so it's your choice. And in my head, I was like, well, you know, he could have done with, with the help of Molyneux, but then I guess, I guess he has to give Jane the choice to whether or not she's going to be a hero or not. That was probably the only kind of bit that took to my heartstrings. Because mm. even the reveal of her having cancer was done in, like, a light-hearted, yeah, funny way. It was just, it was very
0: confusing. I, it's a confusing film. I mean um Valkyrie Valkyrie and Korg are very backgroundish. They don't have nothing happens to them. Valkyrie for, for like a very short period of time becomes an alcoholic again. Does she? Do you not see that on the when they're on the the boat and then they're outside kissing and Korg is now just a face <laughs> and um she's just she's clearly sloshed. She's like drinking again and going oh, okay. up. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, is a is a bit of an upset here, is it and then no be able it's gone again. She's back <laughs> she's on the moon. The moon scene, the moon fight was fucking awesome. I like the whole of them going to the such a dark place where colour doesn't even exist. Oh yeah, yeah, that
1: was well, I like the fact it was black and white, but <laughs> I didn't like the scene itself.
0: I liked all of that. I liked that entire fight was really epic. I like everything with Gore in really struck a chord with me and really did well. Anything with Jane Foster Thor in, I enjoyed. Thor himself rubbed my rhubarb the wrong way. <laughs> and Korg wasn't funny. No, he wasn't. Korg wasn't remotely no. funny. I was always happy when he died. And he's had some hilarious parts. Yeah. There was just nothing. What was his What's his mate called him? Ragnarok. The other one. Oh, I can't remember. He's got no part in it. He's just in the background writing on a board. Mm. I was like, it was a double act. It was good to hear them two.
1: Take away you. He's like, this is my character. I'm gonna put him further to the forward but give him nothing to do.
0: Yeah. He didn't need to be there. It's like Oh. And then they go to this I think this is what annoyed me. So once the children are kidnapped, which I liked that. That was quite a good thing. The children have been kidnapped. It's very oldie story Vikingy thing. Yeah. Like I mean, came came Although kid- there
1: was a, be what do you watch pitch meeting? No. No, there's a guy who does um he does it with stuff he likes as well, but it's funnier with stuff that he doesn't like because he kind of picks lots of holes in it. And the, the motivation of Go the Butcher is that he hates all gods, thinks they're all selfish, thinks they should all die because they are not look, they don't look after anyone. Mm. And yet he steals the children of Asgardians, of Asgard, to mm. get the gods to come and save them. But if he truly believed that all gods were selfish and only cared about themselves, then he wouldn't steal the
0: children because that wouldn't lure the gods out. Because he's he's infected they even said he's, he's not thinking straight it's took over in the Sword. he's gone from any kind of logic he's a, he's gonna meet a, a being where he can give ask for any wish in the world and he was gonna wish for the death of all gods instead of bringing his child back to life that's what Thor points out to him at the end yeah, you, I guess. so I, I, I'll figure I, again it's not the story it's the it's the how it was laid out the script I think it's a script which Taika Waititi was completely in charge of. And he co-wrote it? Did he co Yeah, I looked
1: at that today. I can't remember the name. It was Jennifer someone. Um, but she didn't have a lot of... Not that it necessarily matters. She didn't have a lot of experience going mm-hmm. in. I think she'd co-written the three scripts and never heard of any of them. A couple of TV episodes as well.
0: <sighs> it was... Yeah. I'm trying to... F- it's hard to talk about. I know. <laughs> because I really wanted to like this it film. See, I,
1: I can't think of it in a linear fashion. I, I just think of it in bursts. Of random
0: sketches. Yeah. So they go to the omnipotatorium, the <laughs> <coughs> whatever it's called. Right, on the nose. Yeah, where the all the gods are hanging out. Um, I liked that because you got to see all the different gods. Um, Russell Crowe's accent, though. Was that meant to be Greek? I think it was. I don't know what it was, but I don't think it was Greek. I thought it was Italian. <laughs> Zeus, Zeus is Greek, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, because the Romans stole him and called him something else. God. No. Jehovah. <laughs> it is? <laughs> no, the Romans didn't call him Jehovah. I did. Um, I liked how they, there was other gods there. And someone's pointed out, if you look, you can see the Black Panther god there. Oh, that's cool. And it it, it was a serious god. It wasn't I wonder
1: whether like, any, there's anyone from... Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight there, yeah. I, well,
0: he did say Ra would be there. They referenced that Ra would be okay. there. Um, Someone else pointed out that... Uh, that scene would have been a
1: cool scene because there's loads of the gods that die or get attacked that would have been a cool scene for God the Butcher to
0: show up yeah a room full of gods I thought he was going to show up (laughs) I thought he was going to show up and like make them scatter and like put panic into the gods and I was like that'd be yeah that'd be cool instead we get Thor's bum Thor's bum implication that Thor is hung like a a horse um the the Russell Crowe curtsying and (laughs) And prancing down to the front, so weird, with a different, with a weird accent, and then a load of soldiers bleeding gold, followed by the goat smashing through the window to save the day.
1: That bit reminded me of the bit at the end of Shrek where Dragon comes through the window and eats Lord Farquaad.
0: Yes, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying in my head to think, I'm on familiar ground here. <laughs> that you're right, it was, it was very much like that. Ah! But said it was a sexy dragon, it was a screaming goat. Yeah, screaming goat, which didn't always work for me. No.
1: The only the, the bit I did laugh out loud at, and I think Laura did as well, was the goat bit again, where they land on and the moon, moon. and you just like, hear it.
0: yeah, in the distance. I was like <laughs> But if that's the best fucking stream <laughs> of the film Um So you get loads of fighting, the fight scenes were well executed. I think anything about dialogue was really good. The scope felt really small as well. In what it, fe- sense. it felt like
1: a small film. Like, the, like, even Thor 1, even Thor 2, Thor 3, which all takes place in one location, it just feels vast. Mm-hmm. And, like, you go in all these different places and you learn lots about different aspects of the universe and, like, the lore of things. And this just felt really constricted. I can't really explain it in any other way than that. Like, it didn't feel like it went anywhere, even though it went probably the biggest distance out of any of the Thor films.
0: It feels like surface sci-fi writing. Like, we've come up with a world, this is where the gods live, but that's it. They haven't come up with any rules, any society, any, any ex- explanation. that
1: they have orgies, and they say that about 16 times. Yeah.
0: Whereas, take a place like, nowhere in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. you're told within, you're told just like, it's a high, no, it's an old head from a, an old god, and that's where all like, black market stuff yeah, happens. And, the tra- and, the then, and then as they go through it, they interact slightly with different people and you just get to see different sides of it because of the slight interactions. Yeah. Even in fucking Obi-Wan, when he's going around um, that planet and you see, like, there's that, we've discussed the old clone soldier on the yeah, floor. Yeah. They, those little the interactions... Little little
1: interactions that open up big questions and make you wonder.
0: Yeah. I inst- don't think there's any of that in it. You said they'd landed... You know what? In fact, they'd landed... Didn't see anyone. They get to. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't. they didn't see this person. The single person didn't acknowledge they were there. Then they go to a point where they go, Right, we've got to go in this room. How do we get in here? And actually, that is the one of a good joke Thor said. He went, I've got it. I can dress as a. This is a tunic, see? Oh, he's in disguise. And like, <laughs> yeah. and, um, and then she comes around the corner and goes, I've robbed all the hoods from the gods of emotions. Where are they? Yeah. And then she goes, oh, It's best not to ask. Wait, what? So, did you kill them, or are they are they naked somewhere? I don't understand. That's what the it...
1: thing. Like, they've all got. I mean, I'm not necessarily Tessa Thompson because, like, she, don't think she's never explicitly funny in in this or the other ones. But like, Chris Hannesway has well, really good comic timing. Taika Waititi has good comic timing as Korg, and the timing of all the delivery of all of the quote unquote jokes was really good. But the material was shit, and that was the problem. They're all being well delivered. Mm -hmm. It's like when you go to see a band and you don't really want to see their new stuff, but you hear them play the new stuff. It's like, well, I can't fault how it's been played. It's been played perfectly. I just just don't like the songs. (laughs)
0: Essentially what it was. Show Ragnarok again. (laughs) Play that same movie. Um, So you get all that. They escape. Get the whole, oh, I've got cancer. bit moving. Then they go on the moon. Amazing battle scene. I also like how Thor's tricked into giving up... um, Stonebreaker, like I don't thought, how that Gore hides in the shadows. Gore disappears. He then he like decides to send them away because she's like dying. As he like goes after them, away Gore just comes out the shadows and grabs it. Yeah. And now they're already getting pulled up. And he and he keeps. I I liked that because I thought. Why dead.
1: can't he summon Stormbreaker back though from where it's like drilled into the floor? It doesn't look particularly secure and he's there like
0: No, because um Gore's necrosword magic is holding the all see all the black hands, they were all gripping it down. So yeah, that's what I mean. So then we go to the next scene where he's like, right, I'm gonna go fight him on my own and sort it. And this also confused me. So Eternity. They know where it is. But they needed
1: Stormbreaker to get there, didn't they? Well he didn't need Stonebreaker to get there. No, did. Who
0: did? Cool.
1: But what about Thor? Stonebreaker was, oh. was still... Shooting its jizz at whatever it was to get him on it. it was still... No, but
0: I mean, to get to where eternity is, yeah, the gods infer that oh, we'll never get there, it's like impossible to get there. So, Gore gets there because he uses Stormbreaker, yeah. What does Thor use? Still Stormbreaker? He doesn't, no, he doesn't. He's, Gore he's, took Storm, he didn't He because the, did. the, they're
1: both at the end. Stormbreaker's like wedged in the ground, fire, no. fire in yeah. the Bifrost. Go at back, the wall. go
0: back further. You're thinking of you're now they've found eternity. Mm. Go back, how did Thor? get to Gore, who has found Eternity.
1: I think they know where the entrance is, don't they? But they didn't know how to open it because the the big reveal is that, oh shit, yeah, we need it, oh, is
0: that what he's is that what Zeus is saying he'll never get to eternity because he because no storm break doesn't have storm right I thought it was like finding it because I was even more confused at why Valkyrie's like oh yeah you go this way this way and this way I, went, well, I thought he said he can't get yeah, to it I think he knew but like okay I think I'll, I
1: think one of them might uh, be Jane says oh, it all depends on the Bifrost because he's in some carving somewhere as far as yeah, like yeah, I
0: yeah.
1: remember and I think it should have been it should have been really cool that Thor was using Zeus's thunderbolt but that was just like nah yeah, that's a that's a cool thing I usually like. Like one god using, it, they do it really well in God of War, where they crossover mythologies. It's like, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And they did it with this, but it just kind of fell on.
0: It, it just felt like eyes. it just felt like you know when you unlock a weapon in a game, like you said, yeah. but then that weapon just does the same thing as the other weapon, just a different skin. Yeah, it just was like that. It yeah. was doing exactly the same. There wasn't really much to it. Um, I look. We haven't talked about it yet, but the music. Too much Guns N' Roses.
1: <laughs> right? Like Just just too much of, of one band. Not necessarily that it's Guns N' Roses' fault, but like why was there five, six Guns N'
0: Roses? So there was um Welcome, Welcome to the, to the jungle, jungle, Paradise City, and November Rain. Sweet Child of Mine as well. Sweet Child of Mine in there? Yeah. Oh, it is. It's, yeah, yeah, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, it might be Sweet Child of Mine or Paradise City then. And I'm sure, no, I think Paradise City was in there as well. Was it? And then November Rain. I
1: think there was about five or six.
0: And then, Why was there so many from one band? And then they had... Oh, he's... A, a, the kid's called like Apethed or something, who is the son of Heimdall. Yeah. But he's really into metal and rock music. And oh, you I have a look at his action. posters on his wall. They were all made of bands, apart from Guns and Roses. <laughs> And then he wants to call himself Axel after Axel from Guns N' Roses. Did, did, right, do did Guns N' Roses have shirts in this movie? I know, it was... Is Jennifer Axel Rose? Because the only thing I can think of is that, like... Because
1: James Gunn puts his stamp on film by his choice of music. Yeah. He did it with Guys of the Galaxy. He did it with Peacemaker, the, the series. There's mm-hmm. lots of his like power metal, like hair metal stuff in there. Does Taika do just really like Guns Over? It's like me making a movie and suffocating everyone with Green Day. If I did like a full score of Green Day songs, <laughs> everyone would go. Oh. And understandably so, because, like, yeah, we get it, you like Green Day. But, it, but if, it's not, if, if that's not the case, and Tekka does it, not really that into Goods and Roses,
0: then why has he done it, which is also more annoying, in a way? Right now, you're saying this with a T-shirt that is... Uh... I've got a Green Day T-shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah.
1: But I'm not directing kind of really. direct an MCU movie and saying, then we'll open with Jesus of Suburbia, and then we'll move on to Basket Case. <laughs> like, it's,
0: it's, it's weird. It was odd. I know what you mean, I feel as well Ragnarok, Ragnarok worked because it had such weird music. Because it was like all stranger things, like 80s synth yeah. keyboards and stuff. So when I saw this was gonna be like Love and Thunder, yeah! I was either picturing, like you said, A, a James gunn listed soundtrack of various or B, he's had a load of music written like for it, but instead it just went, Oh, you know what you know what's rock rock's kids? <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. We uh, prepared to be Russia fans. So there must be some kind of
1: explanation. I'm gonna quick quickly Have a look Google. whilst
0: I just talk for a bit. Um I'm trying to think what else happened. What's so up, but
1: why were there so many Guns N' Roses songs? So see if it if it predicts. Why were there so many guns in the UK? That's not it. I mean there are no well,
0: There are some, no guns Roses in, in the UK. UK Uh songs. It's here's like I didn't even notice um the other ones, because it was so, like, backgroundy, And at the very end, it plays um, Rainbow in the Dark by uh, Dio, is that? Or by Rainbow? I think it's Rainbow. Rainbow in the Dark was the credits song, so it wasn't like they were being withheld to yeah. one band. They had,
1: they had options. Yeah. What was cool is, like, or well, what should have been cool, what they should have done is, like, obviously, Sweet Child of Man was the song that they chose to put in the trailer and mm. I thought would be in a key point in the movie and it wasn't. But the way they've got um, uh, in Stranger Things running up that hill as the kind of like song that represents a lot of it, yeah, yeah. and and they they worked the melodies from that into the score at certain points, mm. so it can't. It wasn't just like playing the song over and over again. It, you you'd, you'd hear the strings drawing an emotional bit going. Like later on, and if you listen, you go, oh shit, that's the bit from It Up the Hill. They mm. could have done that with any of the Guns and Roses songs and like you know, make
0: it one pulled it
1: apart and used it
0: in different in yeah. different ways. Like when November Rain started at the end bit, I was like, this is boss, but I feel like it's come out of nowhere. I feel like you've it's like someone's gone. Oh, you know what song would be good over this? November Rain. Saying that though, he did.
1: Takeaway well, TT has apparently said, I, I don't know what the context is. I haven't read the whole interview, but I still go home late at night and instead of going on Pornhub. <laughs> I go and watch old Guns N' Roses videos because I love that band but I think I'm still in love with this one when she was from the band, this band the music video for Paradise City with things like the hair um, with as, as much love as he has for actual Roses compositions no wonder he put them, yeah it's just, just the Guns N' Roses stand.
0: And I love I love the fact that now he's pissed you off enough that he just like he says so instead of going home to watch Pornhub you like oh, oh yeah Pornhub yeah, what, funny it's a shit joke is it <laughs> has he reached his peak already has he done a he's um...
1: taken a wide peak to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like what was the other who's that director
1: Jojo Rabbit he did which I've still not seen which I do want to see Jojo say. Rabbit's fucking I episode i heard it is um, no, but what well, was you are no, you talking about? I you talking about the
0: uh, yeah, the dude who did like He, he was gonna. He was dubbed like the next Spielberg of our time. Um, he did Signs, um, Unbreakable. Um, oh fucking! I love a look, dude. You, you would know him. I would. I know his name. Glass, um, Split. He did like call of those. And like Shyamalan. Yeah, like yeah. Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah. So M. like Shyamalan Well, M. Shyamalan Shyamalan is
1: different because I don't think he's peaked. I think he's become like a caricature of himself. Everyone knows
0: there's going to be a twist at the end of his movies. But, but he definitely peaked to the point where he's not peaked now. He's he pl- plateaued, I would well, say. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he's dipped. He was, uh, well, honestly, at one point he was like, "Gonna." people were saying to me, this Oscar winning director forever. This is like early 2000s. I think it's, I
1: think it's anything gimmicky. that kind of has its day, doesn't yeah, it? His gimmick... is, is is Tiger have, it, have his gimmicky day? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think everyone's quite sick of the kind of brand of humour that he has to offer because he tries to go into it. I quite like him like I don't know him as a guy obviously but like like he was in I saw this the same day as I saw Lightyear and he did a character in Year, and he was really good in that Um and I've seen it, he was in Free Guy mm-hmm. and he played someone in Free Guy just as an actor I don't think he directed it or produced it or anything but he was good in that
0: he was good in the Suicide Squad as being Ratcatcher well,
1: I don't remember being
0: that so Ratcatcher 2 his dad. Is the dad, oh, dad. rat catcher? Oh, okay. Is the dad? He was the rat catcher. Okay. Having those nice little scenes.
1: So maybe you should stick to acting.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got given too much. But then Jojo Rabbit's
1: fucking amazing. <laughs> too much power. Oh, too. But that. isn't that like that's like a, that was an original thing and it was maybe more lent to work than a superhero movie is.
0: Oh well. So he just took it. Well, I don't know. It's 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 a context. It's a fictional tale it? base. It's got it's based on the fact there was a war. And there were people, there were kids who were signed up to join well, yeah. the Hitler Youth Movement. But that's about it. He's not took anyone... I don't know if he interviewed anyone from the Hitler Youth, personally. <laughs> I've not.
1: <laughs> I have. No, not
0: really. And here they are! <laughs>
1: da, da, da. I don't know what that theme tune was
0: going to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just really like Constant <laughs> Um Yeah, so... The music you know what though in Ragnarok he did have an odd music choice because there's a bit where he gets his powers back and he used Led Zeppelin immigrant song no that's a thing he doesn't use the immigrant song he uses and I feel like he uses another Led Zeppelin song or something but Eve even said immediately afterwards like when we walked out the film she went, I thought we're gonna talk it was going to be the immigrant song because it's so um it's all about thunder and lightning and she always says it was a missing thing for her. Like, she was always frowns at that bit and goes, It. Or it I'm... should have
1: been like thunderstruck by AC/DC. That would have been cool as well. Or, yeah. have, they, or have
0: they used that in Iron Man? I feel like they might. Oh, Iron Man yeah. took it. Iron Man took all. Iron Man literally took. <laughs> Iron Man 2 is just ACDC greatest hits. Yeah, but weirdly, I'm only just realizing that now. Didn't stick out. It's a CD you can get. You can get Iron Man 2 slash ACDC, and it's just all ACDC. Yeah, systems. but it works. Yeah, it does so why doesn't this work um because this feels more forced but why Th- forced no oh. um i don't know maybe because the the music in iron man it's kind of okay so iron man in Iron Man One, you he you see he's into rock music. It's kind of there in the background, like he's listening to like
1: yeah. So he has an ACDC T-shirt. So on, yeah, Suicidal Tendencies, Black Sabbath, Black as Sabbath as
0: well. and these bands are in, and then the end results with just Iron Man playing, and when he announces that Iron Man, yeah. So it's kind of like there's a base for it, yeah. So when yeah. it comes in, you're kind of expecting him, and then even when even in Avengers, he nips into their radio at first his debut is they're all talking on the radios and all of a sudden oh, yeah, ACDC yeah. bla- blazes through and it's like oh here comes Iron Man I suppose yeah. And Thor has no basis for this don't music. associate Thor but he tried to didn't
1: he Heimdall's son likes, yes, guns, likes and guns, and guns and roses there we go like when you think of Thor you think of big grandiose like you know strings and orchestras like, like in the first mo- I preferred his portrayal in the first movie even the second movie to this fourth idiot version of, of Thor. It is like he's gotten stupider. It's just a completely different character. It's like... There's nothing wrong with Thor. I really like Thor 1. Mm. Thor 2 dips a little bit. It's not great, but, like, the threat seems real and the way he responds to it seems real. 3 is the best one, although this fourth one's actually retrospectively putting me off it. <laughs> <laughs> and fourth is just a
0: mishmash of...
1: I wanted to change what I was doing with this.
0: fucking <laughs> <laughs> The 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 thing, the main difference here is like if you look at Endgame and Infinity War, I think Infinity War more. He he says little silly things like he had this really great interaction when he first meets Peter Quill and Peter Quill is impersonating him, and then he starts like calling him little names and having little jabs, and they're kind of subtle and it's working. But then he'll have a really nice moment with Rabbit, as he calls him.
1: Yeah. And he has
0: it's a really touchy moment where he says, I've lost everything, so I'm just trying to put my mind off things. And we never, like you said, got that moment other than other people saying it about him, like saying, I think you're missing something. Yeah. I think you're in pain. Well, can we hear him say it yeah, please? Yeah, yeah. Rather than just talk about him because I don't know what I I was so lost. And then at the end it's all he needed was a kid. Yeah, which I never got from Thor. Like he—that's all he's wanted to be. Then he's a dad. I've yeah. never really understood that. That's that's I mean, literally just, he takes to it like a
1: Doctor War as well. Like he's like really good at being a dad instantly, where he's making their pancakes and yeah. shit, and then they're going out and killing together. Would no
0: now, imagine you go if he opened up with Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's trying to be—he's showing kind of like fatherly qualities towards Groot. Groot's rejecting him because Groot's in the teenage stage. Yeah. Rocket's getting pissed off because he's like, well, no, me and Groot are buddies. Yeah. And then this animosity then for, goes back on Peter. That would give it a basis in something. And then when he leaves, he's looking, he takes to the goats. And he's he, if you saw this constant search, yeah. it would the, make the sense. It's
1: like need to father something or, or someone.
0: Yeah. But it comes out of nowhere. Mm. And it's just not believable. And then I hate that at the end, he goes, and that's why he called them Love and Thunder. Uh, I was like, is that is that what we've been building to? I
1: know. Is that? It's just, I don't I don't think I wanted this film.
0: I did want this film. I think
1: I, I think I thought I did when they announced You a, thought. Yes. You when they announced <laughs> when they announced that they were making another one, I was like, Oh, a fourth movie, that's always a risk. But you know, Natalie Portman's coming back. They must have a that pretty must have thought them. They must have a pretty strong plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're about halfway through. I was like, this movie doesn't need to exist. It doesn't. He should. He should have. He should have just appeared in these Avengers movies that they're doing, or you know, in a T one of the TV shows or something like that. He doesn't. He didn't need to add to his movie catalog.
0: He's apparently going to be in Loki. Is he? Yeah, next season. See, that, that'll
1: work because they've got a good dynamic. I just hope. I hope Takeaway isn't involved.
0: But I don't even think it will be. I think it'll be variant Thor. It's Loki in it. Setting like it's, I think it'll be variant Thor. I don't think it'll be Thor Thor. Josie, Josie, um, Jody Foster, Jane Fonda. That was another good joke. Calling Jane Foster the wrong name. Oh, right. Okay. That was another good joke. That's, I've just remembered that now. Hilarious. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else there is to talk about because
1: I, I, I know I said the screaming goat was the best joke, but I just think that tied with that was was in the trailer for me what, what was where the secret handshake where he's dragging out the handshake mm. and I did like where he goes yeah, human handshake into Asgardian handshake into the snake who you cannot trust <laughs> he does like <laughs> the bite that yeah. was pretty funny for them boom off a cliff for the rest of the movie mm.
0: I think no and yeah I think the only other part I laughed at was the ch- the children fighting all the Shadow monsters, because, like, the girl with the rabbit, and it's coming out, it's eyes yeah. and stuff. Little, fi- little things, see, that's what was good, little clever jokes. Like, well, that was great, they didn't but have everything anything. else was on the nose. There was nothing to balance it with. No. And then, oh, at the end, uh, Zeus isn't dead, which, why he's not dead. Oh, he's a god, but they all definitely seem to think he was dead. Yeah. And he's now sending Hercules to go get him. Which... Oh,
1: it said Thor will return, didn't it? Yeah. Are
0: we getting a Thor 5? We no. can't get a Thor 5. Thor, Thor will return just means he'll return. Like, it doesn't mean he's going to be in another film. He's going to be in something else. That
1: usually pro- means there'll be another Thor film, though. That's Does in, it? in my experience, yeah. Didn't it say... Because if he's going to return in another property, it doesn't usually say anything. You reckon there's going to be a Thor 5? I think there could be, or a show. Maybe there'll be like a Hercules
0: show and he's hunting Thor or something like that. But I'm not familiar with Hercules. I didn't. I never saw. I've read. I've seen him. He's appeared in a couple of Guardians of the Galaxy runs I've read. I think he's appeared in something else. I've read. He just comes off as Thor, but without lightning. He's just. A, he's just got super strength. He's just he's, strong. Yeah. He's just strong, and that's it. And I completely forgot about that post credit scene as well. Is that the only
1: one, or was there another
0: one? Um, the other one was. We see... This, this bugged me. So Jane Foster goes to Valhalla. I have no problem with Jane, Jane Foster going oh, to yeah. Valhalla, but I liked the power of suggestion. So she disappears, like Odin did. Yeah. To me, said, oh, is she going to Valhalla? That's interesting. That's amazing. Instead, we have to go... Sorry, audience, we've got. <laughs> Symbolism is lost on you. Here she is in Valhalla! <laughs> it's
1: because they had to. Probably had to get another appearance in contractually for Idris Alder. Well, so <laughs> he only... <laughs> we could scrap his contract.
0: The only reason I can possibly think of them, and I'm hoping that they do that, of putting her in there, is in the comics, after Jane. I think Jane does die. She. Comes back, because they decide to make her, she's shown such worth, make her a Valkyrie, because they don't have any anymore, and she guides others to their death, because that's the job of a Valkyrie.
1: I can't see Natalie Portman coming back again.
0: I know, that Seems the like thing. they had to co- coax her back to this. She might have had enough fun doing it. Do you know Chris Hemsworth? Because he knew he, he had a kissing scene with her, and she's, I think she's vegan or vegetarian. And he
1: stopped eating meat or something. stopped eating meat for like
0: four days. Did, just did to, you uh...
1: hear that, oh, this is scary as well. Do you know Takeaway he's doing a Star Wars movie? Yeah. And he asked that after they'd wrapped, oh, yeah, like, what's yeah. next? And he was like, do you want to be in my Star Wars movie? And she was like, I've been in three of them. And he was like,
0: oh. <laughs> Completely fucking to be fair, that. I can kind of see how no. you forget that. Because Why did you forget that? Yeah. No, because she doesn't look like Natalie Portman at any she point, does. really. She only in Attack of the Clones does she look like Natalie Portman. All of fucking Red Revenge She's of, all of the Ma- uh, I'm too busy looking at Obi-Wan. <laughs> uh, right, let's, let's rate this. Um, I don't want to. Can I tell everyone whilst you're thinking about the rating, because you don't want to, that I got to hear the incredible sentence of... We went to the showing and... When we got there it was a half two showing and we said you can't make the half two showing, it's full. Can you come back for the the four thirty showing? And I was like, Okay, sounds we get there. It's twenty-five past. We try to go in and go, it's not ready yet. Okay, we're just wait over there and we'll call you. We did. And then got about a few minutes later, someone's go, Everyone for Thor, four, four for half four. <laughs> and I was like, Yes. <laughs> Everyone for 4 4 for half, half, four, half four, half for half <laughs> for fucking hell um yeah scoring. any more for th- any more four? for half four? i was like oh four. <laughs> i'm for for i'm for i'm for it um <laughs> you're just putting off rating it pass i refused
1: to to rate this movie. right i
0: is is a weird thing <laughs> this is possibly controversial I know Gaz will hate hate this. Um, I'd like opinion. to. Qual- I'll,
1: I'll I'll preempt my rating by saying I would rather watch Hulk again than watch this movie
0: again. I'm on another thing here. As I'm much on as level than much, you. as much as it was uncomfortable, in like it wasn't particularly funny. And it sounds like I'm being a complete hypocrite,
1: which is a weird criticism to make for a Marvel movie. Yeah,
0: I enjoy them a lot. I, I did, because I, I think it's because, A, I really like Mighty Thor, so I really like watching Jane Foster's story, and because I like watching Gore's story, that the Thor parts were kind of like... They, back seat. they were backseat, which is a bad thing for his own film, but it, it wasn't enough to sour the taste of the movie altogether for me. The first act is a total mess, and, and there's a lost opportunity with go of the galaxy, but from the second act onwards, I was... Happily enjoying myself, not as much as I wanted to, or as it could be. And I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Ragnarok. I find it really boring. I, it's. Do you prefer Love and Thunder to Ragnarok? I've honestly tried to put Ragnarok on, and I kind of get bored. And I just look away, go on my phone, and wait for specific scenes. I find it better in sketches than I do as a full film. I don't know. I'm. I haven't done it in a few years. I might try again. But I would honestly say, given the opportunity now. Which one I put on. I think I would put on this again just to That's watch. You've only
1: seen it once.
0: No, but then we're going off my my review now. So I know it's mad. I'm not. I'll give it. Oh, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. It's not quite the depths of a five because a five five downwards is like shit. It's not shit. I, like I said, I got chills at jane foster i really enjoyed gore and it looked visually nice and i do like guns and roses it just felt a little forced but it wasn't terrible it was terrible. and it wasn't even bad bad it just had bad moments and it was flatter than most go on <sighs> he's grimacing people
1: I I think it's not unfair to give Thor four a four. I knew that was because <laughs> I think the the good parts are so few and far between.
0: Few and Thor between.
1: Yes. That uh, I, can't, I don't I can't. I, it does, it loses six points out of a perfect score. I don't think that's, that's an incorrect thing to say.
0: I think if I'm I'm deducting, it's better than Dune. <laughs> 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 I'll give it that. <laughs>
1: Dune fans everywhere Ooh. I think I gave Dune like a 2 of that you ten did or like that. Um, it's twice as good as Dune that's what I'll say mm. but yeah
0: 4 right, for Thor four,
1: 4 I give it a 4
0: there you have it what did you think were you one of the many people who disliked it or were one of the many people who've worked for ha! another classic Thor adventure uh, please let there us you know are.
1: fuck you <laughs> you're part of the problem <laughs>
0: Let us know in the comments down below. Don't forget to share the podcast, rate the podcast, um, and don't forget to email us at talknerdyuk If You go over to the website, like I said, www.talknerdy.uk. You can read loads of new stuff, like Dan Bibby's review of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, yeah. Um, You can listen to me and Hagrid talk about fan films that have come out. And if you keep your eye on the website, there is a lot of podcasts coming out. What are you doing on
1: Friday with Hagrid?
0: On Hagrid, well, we're talking about a certain new phase that may have been announced
1: is it the DC phase? Yes, yes, it is, yeah, The phase of DC. You're talking about 50% of the phase. Shazam. <laughs> and
0: the other 50%, evil Shazam. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. I've been Jay. I was Gaz, but I'm not anymore. You never were Gaz. <laughs> I'm done. And we've been Talking Nerdy. Keep, Keep Talking, talking nerdy! nerdy! You got it right.